Oh, oh there you are. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Hi. 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 You're so blurry on my screen. I hate that we can't do this in person. I know. We're looking at each other through a different system than we usually are, and it's really throwing the energy off. <laughs> it's really throwing us off. I am an un unnerved. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to stop staring at the screen that's making both Meadow and I confused, and I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about today's episode, because today... We are unpacking something that people have been asking about, especially our Patreon family. Yeah. And that is human design. Which we are also new to. Yes. We're new. Meta will fill you in in a brief second about what that is. And of course, the episode is like a total masterclass in it. First, I want to tell you about the expert that we had on to give us all this wonderful information that you now will be privy to post-listening <laughs> to TMB. <laughs> So today we had on Rebecca Joy. Rebecca is a certified My Human Design reader with a background in the health and wellness industry. By knowing your individual design, she is able to guide you efficiently and effectively on an intrinsic transformative journey that will be tailored specifically for your needs. Rebecca combines her extensive knowledge of human design, holistic wellness, personal mastery, and spirituality to intuitively lead you through your own awakening. One that leads you back home to yourself by living in alignment with your natural skills and gifts. She actually first reached out to us in such a very fun, aligned way, because interestingly enough, the person that Rebecca trained under or modality, I guess, is Jenna Zoe, who is the founder of To Be Magnetic, the program we're always yelling about, personal human design reader. And then as we are recording with Jessica of To Be Magnetic and talking about human design and how we're new to it and didn't know anything about it. Rebecca DMs Gabby. Gabby gets off the call as we close out the call with this discussion of human design and opens her phone and Rebecca DM'd her. So I just think, you know, I see, I see, I like the synchronicities and everything. So I have to point them out because they give me the warm fuzzies. It was meant to be. Yeah. Okay. Let me explain a little bit what human design is because it's very confusing. Yeah. Well, I guess not. Once you get it explained to you, it's not, but it, it comes off when you just try to look it up, you don't really understand where to begin. So human design is a system that explains how we're built, and how to best move through the world for our own individual selves. It was developed in the 80s, and it's described as like an energetic blueprint. So it's equal parts scientific and imperial and esoteric and spiritual, essentially combining Hindu chakras with the Chinese I Ching, with the Kabbalistic Tree of Life, with conventional astrology, Myers-Briggs, genetics, the whole kit and caboodle. Similarly to astrology, it uses your birth time and location, and it'll generate, human design will generate a chart that looks like the outline of a figure, and it has shapes and colors and numbers and feels really complicated. Today, Rebecca helps us break down every single piece of it. Well, most of the pieces, because it is a little long and complicated. So we might have to have a part two on Patreon, which we did say. But we talked about what human design is, how it helps you to essentially better understand yourself. So we break down the energy types, the strategy, archetypes, gifts, kind of the definitions and subcomponents. And then we also shared a little bit of a compatibility reading between me and Gabby. Oh, that was so fun. That was it so made our fun egos grow three sizes, three yep. too big yep. about, but it was really, really fun and affirming to hear. So listen to us. What's your favorite phrase right now? Give us our flowers. Oh, yeah. You will listen to us. Give us our flowers. So that's fun for us. <laughs> I'm just trying not to sound like I an have. asshole, but we really like, we are meant to be doing this podcast. And yeah. I mean it I in a nice laughing. way. I was just thinking about like what my, I really lately have had a weekly phrase. And because I talk oh, yeah, to you, you every week, you phrase. get the weekly phrase. I say everything you say. Yeah. 
You'll hear me say the current weekly phrase in today's episode. Drink whenever you hear me say opportunity cost. (laughs) (laughs) Please, Kay, pull that as a TikTok for me. Just like my own personal vocal Gabbyism that I can play back for myself. Anyway, we're rambling too much. We got to just get onto this episode because this episode is so packed with good information. We got to just... Gabby and I are in a weird mood looking at this weird system. We need to get onto the goods. This is what happens when we try and record post 5 p.m. I know. Hey, All but right, by the way, if the you've episode. liked the energy of this intro, please go to Patreon. <laughs> this level <laughs> of delusions. <laughs> if you want delusional, come over to the group chat because this is what we serve on Patreon. So mm-hmm. some people like it. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. This is the also when you hear us refer to the group chat, we're talking about Patreon. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's just the All fun. Right thing to call it okay we gotta go we gotta go thank you rebecca enjoy the episode (laughs) thank you rebecca when we first talked i was like my throat hurt i couldn't even speak to you i'm like excited to have energy and feel more present you know you said that but you gave me great energy in the session here's the thing when i good when i meet with people and i see that it's a generator or a manifesting generator i'm like fuck yes i just know that the energy is just (laughs) gonna be juicy because like sometimes yeah. I'll meet with like projectors or a manifester and they're just like kind of low. And I'm like, okay, I guess I got to be yeah. the one to bring the energy here. So <laughs> yeah, great. Meadow, Meadow always oh, brings energy whenever she thinks she's not bringing energy because your mm. baseline is just like up here. That's so fair. when you're not feeling well, you're like here, but that's I'm still like, like normal. I'm like trying yeah. my hardest. It's truly, you should see Meadow it's and her so mother interact cool. and you will understand. Uh, oh, it's insane. Any, anyone that wild. ever sees my mother is like, oh my God, you make so much sense. Mm. Like it. Yeah. Yeah. She's wild. In the best way. She's wonderful. Um, Rebecca, thank you so oh, much for I being want to here. Look up her human You're so welcome. Thank you for being here. She goes, let me look up my mom's human design. I'm like, yeah. I have to. Why did I not oh, think of that? To. Gabby, we have to do that. Yeah. We should okay, do our moms. I don't, don't even let me derail because I'm going to. We digress. Anyway, okay. We're, we digress. We're, We're so excited. <laughs> this has been like, the whole thing has been such like a kismet yes. opportunity. Yeah. Because just to tell the people, I think I talked about this in a YouTube video of mine. But Meadow and I had just finished recording our episode with Jessica from TBM. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know if we were still like on air when we were talking about it. And we started talking about human design. And I was like, you know, that's like the one thing that I haven't tapped into yet of like having an expert read my chart. Like, I really don't know about it. They're like, you should do it, blah, blah, blah. We end the call. I'm like laying back, checking my phone. I'm pretty sure I'm like in the bathroom, like checking my phone. You were because you texted and, me immediately. Yeah. And I look at my DMs and I have a DM from Rebecca being like, hey, Gabby, like would love to read your human design chart. Like this is what I do. And I was like, this is disgustingly perfect. I can't <laughs> yeah, even believe it. Was it. Actually, not. it probably you probably sent the DM like as we were speaking about it. Like the timing was wild. No, the timing was really weird. And then I told you that and you were like, mm-hmm. mm, this happens more than you'd think. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it happens a lot where like so many people are like, oh, wow, I was just thinking about human design or, ooh, I just had talked to a friend about human design or, you know, I've heard about this, but I literally know nothing about it. So everything, mm-hmm. I always pop in in your divine timing, which is really cool. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. And I immediately called Meadow after and was like, okay, A, we need to have her on. B, you need to get your chart read and C, like this makes me feel so understood. And Meta and I were talking about this a little bit before and I want to get into it with you later. But like it was really one of those things where even if I knew certain qualities about myself, having somebody like 
reaffirm it, Mm -hmm. especially for like, Mm -hmm. if you're in the part of your healing journey where, cause it's okay to like, not, you know, we're not fully there all the time Like to have somebody else, like reiterate something that you already know, like kind of gives you this sense of like allowance almost Mm -hmm. to like move forward in a way of being like, Oh, I'm not crazy. Like I knew this about myself, but before we get into literally all of that, I want this to sort of be like the masterclass in human design. So can you just start off by telling us like, what is human design? Okay. So human design is a newer, I like to say self mastery type of modality. So Mm -hmm. the one liner that I give to people is the science of your individuality. So from the minute that we were all born, we were all given like our own blueprint or roadmap of how to navigate this material world. So actually, in my session with Gabby, she said, oh, so it's like working smarter, not harder. And I'm like, exactly. So that we are able to really move throughout our world in alignment. I was in a session yesterday with someone and she was like, so what happens when we're not in alignment? I'm like, here's the thing, girlfriend. Like none of us are like, oh, I'm at 100% alignment. Like go me, universe, give me everything. Mm -hmm. Of course, we are all working towards that every single day. But what happens when we aren't in alignment with ourselves is we just are experiencing more resistance and Mm -hmm. more like push and pull from everything in life. So when Mm -hmm. you understand, it's one thing to look up your human design chart online and be like, yay, I'm a generator. I'm an emotional, but all of a sudden it's like overload, so much stimulation. You have no idea how to actually navigate this chart. So that's why mm-hmm. I always recommend to people get the app or even better work with a coach who can really help you understand this chart and like really break it down in a way that is tangible and is in a way where you can truly understand the information. Because when I had my chart read, I absolutely loved the session, loved my mentor, but it almost was like a story. And I left it being like, oh my gosh, I still have a million bajillion questions. And I think throughout that experience and me learning this information on my own and being able to take a little bit from this mentor, take a little bit from this mentor and like really kind of mastermind and alchemize my own process. What I like to do is teach people like, this is why you are the energy type that you are. Mm. So that you walk away from this, of course, you're going to have a million questions. That's just naturally what is going to happen. But you're going to actually be able to integrate this into your life because what's the point of any self-help personal development tool if you can't really use it? There's no point. <laughs> There's no point. Yeah. <laughs> you were preaching to the right choir because we have been sitting, I, Meadow knows, Meadow gets fixated on a book. I'll get fixated on yep. a book. And the book that I'm fixated <laughs> on right now is the tools. And that's mm. literally the basis of it. It's like, what is the point if you can't yeah. use the tools yourself? Yeah. And I think something that I really commend myself on, I'm able to really speak to someone on a human level. I think a lot of times when you view life coaches and like people in this spiritual space, you almost put them on a pedestal and you look at them as an authority. When I'm in a session with someone like, my environment, I kind of bring out a different side of myself based on how I need to connect with you. It's a human talking Mm -hmm. to a human. Like I swear in my sessions and I laugh and like, if you need to cry, sometimes I'll shed a tear too. It's like, I just want us to be like homies throughout this session. And almost it's like student teacher, but sometimes it's vice versa. Like I almost feel like sometimes I'm a student and I get to learn from you as well. So I like to have and bring that human connection when I'm working with someone. It's very important to me. It makes so much Mm. sense too, because everything about what you do in human design is helping people align with like their power and their gifts. Mm -hmm. And that holier than thou is taking away your own personal power. And that's the antithesis of what you're giving them. So it just makes so much sense to like bring that energy to it. It's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Appreciate that. It's very felt. It was very felt in your session. 
Because, yeah, I've definitely met with people who, whether, you know, they're astrologists or healers or whatever, and it, it you feel that disconnect and you feel almost as if you can't like participate in the conversation that is your own life yeah. because you're like, oh, they better. Yeah. Whereas that just wasn't the case. I'm curious though, because you were saying that you learned from a bunch of different mentors. Mm-hmm. How did that process start and then what would you say aside from the human to human thing mm-hmm. do you have like a certain philosophy that this is like this is Rebecca's philosophy the, for the way that she approaches human design so like I mentioned before I've always known intrinsically that I was meant to be a coach like I'm a manifesting generator I've put my hands in so many different things I've been a tutor but I actually was like a therapist I've been a personal trainer I've worked in the corporate world like I've always just brought that healer coach type of energy. When it came to studying human design, I found out about human design, I want to say maybe two years ago, I was on a walk. I was listening to a podcast that Jenna Zoe was on. And just the way that she was talking Mm -hmm. about this modality, I was like, this shit makes sense. Because I've always Mm -hmm. been like, spiritually inclined, the more woo woo type of girl. But I think as I've matured and really established this very strong connection, connection to myself, I've gravitated to towards like the science behind the mysticism in a sense. So like Joe Dispenza and I don't know, there's so many people out there who offer that. So this just made sense to me. So of course I looked it up, did a deep dive, went on Google, spent hours. And it was like a lot of things that I read about myself. I felt very hurt. Mm. And I was like, I don't like this. I don't think I'm going about this the right way. So then I sought out a mentor where I looked up on my human design, they have like readers. So I chose a reader that I just felt gravitated towards. And she was just an angel and like brought forward this very compassionate, ethereal type of energy. So I had my reading with her basically the whole time, as you guys know, because you've had a session with me, I would say about 85% of the time, it's me talking to you. And then obviously you like share your insight, exchange conversation here and there. It was like, 50% her talking, 50% me, because every single thing that she said, I was like, holy shit, how did you know that? Like things that I've felt inside my body my entire life, you are actually able to put the language and the words as to what I'm feeling. So after that, I really gave myself time and space to think like, okay, this is really cool. And I've always like, I wasn't seeking this modality at all. It just came to me, which is so natural for like the generator aspect. We're here to respond to life and we have to like really give ourselves that space for things to be brought to our attention. Mm -hmm. So it was brought to my attention. I gave myself plenty of space because I was like, this is a time I've spent the past seven years of my life doing this, doing that. It was almost like from one thing to the next. Of course, I brought that underlying energy of being a coach, but it wasn't the actual coach. But now I was like, I think I'm ready. So I decided to study I toyed back and forth. There's a few mentors in the space that I have always gravitated towards. Jenna Zoe, who I think is just like the goat. She's the best. Does a really great job at like giving you overarching knowledge and information. She's not so niche, Mm -hmm. I have found. So I think that she was a great person to learn under like through her courses and the work that she offers. There's another woman, Erin Claire Jones, who just as I was getting into learning about human design, she was starting this new like coaching type of program. So I toyed back and forth for a while. And I was like, I'm going to follow my gut and I'm going to follow what my Mm -hmm. emotions are telling me. So I went the route of Jenna and I really just immersed myself in her courses. But now that I have fully stepped into, okay, my business is out there into the world. I'm doing the thing. I have miraculously come across other mentors. I'm now learning from another mentor of mine who 
I just bought a ton of her courses because she just decided to basically burn down her business. And she is so much more niche where I'm now learning like, what is the Mm. best way for you to go about business? I'm learning about how to dissect like compatibility charts. Mm. I'm just getting so granular with the work, which for me is so important. So like my modality, once I figured out how to read charts, I'm like, okay, human design is my anchor. That is my foundation. But throughout the past 10 to 15 years, I have done so much personal development work on myself. I've really dived into magnetism, manifestation, Mm -hmm. the art of Mm -hmm. affirmation and journaling and shadow work and blocks. Like I bring all of that to the table. Also, I'm very well versed in holistic wellness, which is a huge component of my work. I believe that sure, we can like know how to manifest and be a magnet towards other people. We're filling our bodies with shit. Like we can't trust our intuition. There's a super strong mind-body connection. So I bring that element of holistic wellness to what I do. Like I don't like the idea of niching myself down into like, I just teach you human design. Mm -hmm. Human design is the foundational layer here. But if you need more help on the holistic wellness side, we can focus on that. If you need more help with blocks and money manifestation mindset and just self-development, we can focus on that. So it's a little bit of everything. I'm like the melting pot basically. I love that. That's awesome. Okay. We got to dive right yeah. in. I'm like, I have so many let's questions. Dive right in. We got let, let's because I think even I remember even in the session, I feel like I just asked you for definitions of every single component, which obviously we can't <laughs> do today because yeah. human design is complex. If anyone's oh, yeah. ever seen their chart, it's like, we'll insert one of Rebecca's glorious graphics, but it's like a person and all of the different chakras and energy centers and lines yeah. going everywhere. So let's break down just like a couple basic things. Okay. Maybe starting with and here's my question. Is it four energy types? Is it four and a half? What are us mangens? Are we our own component? We are like, our own. So this is Okay, like, so five? So there's five. There's five energy types. So okay. we're starting from the most common, which is the generator energy type. Right now, collectively, about 36% of the collective are generators. Now, if you have your sacral defined, you are a generator. But then we come to the manifesting generators who do have that sacral defined but they also have very strong manifestor qualities. So then comes the manifesting generator, which is about 32% of the collective. So generators and MGs, we take up like close to 70% of the collective. That's a lot. (laughs) We're the hustlers. We're the doers. We are the action part of the collective. Yeah, yes. Obviously, (laughs) I will get more into this, but we have to like really be excited about what we're doing. But the generator aspect is about 70%. Then um, the third energy type are projectors. So they are really the guides for the tribe here. They're about 20%. Mm. And then we have manifestors, which are right now 8 to 9%. And then the glorious reflectors that are just like walking wisdom magnets. Right now, they're about 1% to 2%. So I kind of like to say it's almost like a funnel. Like we start up here mm. with the energy types and then we get more granular, more granular, more granular. So then after your energy types, you have something called your authority. So your authority is how you make decisions. Mm. So I would say most of the people that I meet either have an emotional authority, which means that they base all of their decisions off of their emotions. They have a sacral authority, which means that you base your decisions off of what your gut is telling you to do, or they Mm. have a splenic authority, which is following your instincts. Sometimes Mm. I'll get people with an ego authority It's a little more rare, but I would say the top three are emotional solar plexus, the sacral and the splenic. So it just gets more granular and granular. So like when I meet someone and they're like, oh, 
you know, I'm a one, three generator. I'm like, there's a ton of other one, three generators out there, but like, what is your authority? Like what type Mm -hmm. of definition do you have, which is how you process things. Obviously everyone has so many different types of skills and gifts and channels, which is where you particularly feel in sync and in flow. And then we've got life themes. There's like, I think 768 life themes, which is really like the underlying energy that you are supposed to be bringing to every single facet of your life. So there's just no way that we are all the same, but then we're all connected at the same time. And then what about gifts? Isn't that like another, or that goes under life themes? So if you both remember on your chart, there's 64 of these numbers all throughout the chart. So the gates equal gifts. Gifts are your natural skills and gifts that you hold. And then what makes a center light up is when we have two of these gates connect. So when we have a gate connect to another gate from one center to the next, that is what makes a center light up. That's what makes it a defined center, which basically tells you your energy type. Then we have a channel. So a channel is where you particularly feel in sync and in flow. So for you two, I was looking at both of your charts and like one of you has a gate coming from this center, but you don't have the other gate that would make a channel, but the other person has it. And it's so oh, cool to us. see. We'll, we'll go into that. Um, it's just so yeah. cool to see how you really complete one another. Because if you think about it, I am primarily focused on where there's color in your chart. Mm-hmm. Those are your gifts right. that come very naturally to you. So some people ask like, okay, well, they want to like know about their weaknesses. And I'm like, you know, we all have weaknesses. We can't all be perfect and amazing. Like we're perfect in our own way, but we all have weaknesses. We are always energetically looking for someone to basically bridge our gaps. So where there's Mm. whiteness in the Mm. chart, which is where energy is undefined. But what that means is you operate more in like your feminine energy. You're more in flow. You're more fluid. Like you're not so rigid. When you have defined energy in your chart, which is when those gates are lit up or you have a center lit up, this is your masculine energy. You can consistently and constantly Mm. always rely on this energy. So think of it as like, you've got your little purse. This is the energy that you are always carrying around with you. So really you are setting the tone for everyone else's experience around you, Mm. which can put Mm. a lot of pressure sometimes because like I'm an emotional and I'm like, Ooh, if I'm in a low, I just know I do not put myself in certain situations when I'm around the people that I love. Cause you won't want to be around me. Like, I just know that. And that's, it's great for me to know that. I didn't know that before. And I would be like, what's wrong with me? Just like, come on, Rebecca, put some pep in your step. But I was just a negative Nancy. But then when I'm in a high, I'm just like, I just want to be around everyone. I'm such great energy. So you know what? Human design is really, it goes so much further than healing because it's Mm. true understanding. I remember asking you when looking at the chart and seeing the ones that were lit up or the ones that weren't, I remember saying like, what does that mean? And you were kind of describing, you know, the ones that you create your own energy for and the other ones you, it's basically like holding up a mirror. Mm -hmm. And I remember Mm -hmm. again, you describing one of them to me, I was like, oh my God, this is why I trigger the fuck out of people. Because Mm -hmm. when it comes to the ego, I don't have my own ego. I hold up the mirror to yours. Like I, and I've, I've fully recognized where because I'm a very woo-woo girl too. Like mm-hmm. I can say things and and kind of like talk about very heady concepts in a way that to me doesn't feel like personal or like we're having a philosophical discussion or whatever. And I I can watch myself trigger friends or other people and yeah. be like, wait, no. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Don't give me that power. That's not what I meant. Like, yeah. what do you mean? And when you said that to me, I was like, oh shit, that's why. Yeah. And it like, you know, kind of like we're talking about, it, it becomes a cool tool to recognize where to step up and where to step back in different totally. dynamics. 
in that same vein, the reason that the first thing that came to my brain when we spoke, Rebecca, was like, this is the definition of working smarter, not harder, is because I immediately started thinking about like friends of mine or people in my life that are more skeptical towards, Mm. like they look at me and I talk about astrology and they like roll my eyes and they're like, you're your problem. (laughs) So I think that human design, because it is a blueprint, like you're not going to have a reading with a healer or a teacher that like is going to tell you 500 different things. Like this is your blueprint. This is your chart. There might be ways for them to communicate it to you, but like you're not entrusted. I think sometimes people get uncomfortable with like the skepticism around like, well, they're just telling me this to like make me feel good or they're telling whatever. Mm -hmm. Like they're just pulling shit out of thin air. Whereas like with human design, it's very much like, here's your chart. It's just confusing as fuck to read. Let me help you and help you understand and help you integrate. And what I think is wonderful, especially for people like just for the age group of people listening, half of us, I feel like are entering like our, our Saturn return. The other half are like just ending theirs of our listener group. And there's so many shifts, particularly within your personal life, particularly within your work life. And with the human design reading, I really was like, oh, wow. Like, let's just think in terms of business and in terms of my career, Mm -hmm. you were able to help me identify things that I already knew that were great skill sets of mine, but some that like I wasn't sure or some Mm -hmm. that I was like, oh, wow, like you're so right. I do move that way. Or, oh, wow, I thought I was being lazy. But in fact, like Mm. that's actually just a smarter way for me to work. I told Meadow before we got on the Mm -hmm. call, like a lot of work things have been coming up for me recently where a lot of decision making has had to go down and a lot of opportunity costs has had to come into the picture. I keep referring back to our reading Mm. because I keep referring back to particularly just the idea of me being an emotional generator and what all that means, which we could, you know, go into. But I'm like, this doesn't light me up or this doesn't make me feel good. And like, could I be good at this? Do I have this talent? Mm. For sure. But like, am I going to burn out much faster and it not be a sustainable course for me? Like probably because it doesn't excite me. And it's kind of given me that like permission. So Mm. I would really just encourage people if you're like in a crossroads or you're just in this moment where you're trying to navigate, whether it's a personal situation or your work situation, to get your human design chart read because it really does. It's it's like it, it literally is laying out your skill sets in front of you. So yeah. if you're ever feeling lost and not trusting yourself, you can look back and be like, I was born with this talent. I was born with this gift. Let me lean into it and see how that feels. Totally. You know, what I always tell people is think of your human design chart as a big permission slip. It's like when you're going on a field trip mm-hmm. in elementary school, it's like, mom, come sign my permission slip. I'm the mom here and I'm signing your permission slip for you to just be you. And how good does that feel? Like I also experienced many crossroads, like still in this business right now of being a coach where Mm -hmm. sometimes I just want to reach out to my mentor and be like, can you do my chart reading again? Just so you can tell me what I'm really, really good at. It's like, we all are constantly searching for that confirmation bias, but I'm so grateful that I am able to really dissect my own chart. So when I'm having these feelings of you know, jealousy or playing the comparison game because of social media, I get to shift my perspective from, oh, I wish that I could, you know, navigate the world in this way to look at what you're really just naturally skilled and gifted at. And you know what, I'm so grateful that these people are, you know, expressing their gifts with me so that I can praise them for what they are so gifted and skilled at. But you know what, I've got my other skills and gifts over here, and I'm naturally really good at it. And I think something that Mm -hmm. I really bring to the table in my own coaching space is I'm very honest and I'm very blunt and I'm very raw, but not in like a mean way. Like I just tell Mm -hmm. you the shit that you need to hear, but I can spin it and do it in a lighthearted way and make it very enthusiastic and charming and like graceful and fun. 
Whereas like, if you, you know, come to me and you have a session, I had a girl earlier this week where I told her something, she was an emotional and she literally said the words out loud. I'm starting to get emotional right now. And you could see that she was starting to cry. And I was like, girl, I'm holding space for you. Whatever you need to do, like if you need to cry, if you need to scream, like I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. And I want to get everyone to that point where they walk into my space and they just feel like, oh, it's just a sigh of relief. Like, I can just be me and I can just feel at home with myself. And I don't feel this need to constantly, you know, try to heal and understand. It's like, we're working through that together. That is the point. Mm -hmm. But like having this blueprint is just so nice because it's like a lot of people aren't able to make it make sense. I'm able to make it make sense. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so cool Mm -hmm. that you were in this crossroads with what is going on in your life and you referred back to that. I want everyone to be able to do that. That's the point of it. It's a really good tool to like remain present because mm-hmm, a lot of this mm-hmm. other type of healer work is a lot of like future guessing. Right, stuff. right, right. And this is very much like this is we're here right now. This is the moment that counts. Yeah. yeah. Here is a blueprint and a toolbox. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, presence is like our main philosophy on right. mental health and spirituality and how you should live your life anyway. But that also I, I feel so similar in it, similarly. And I think the other thing that I wanted to say in, in terms of skeptics is it does feel less like astrology where we love astrology mm-hmm. and we think it's so much fun to relate and understand yourself. But even things like astrology, Myers-Briggs, like trying to disseminate what is what are we, 7 billion people in the world into like yeah. 12 <laughs> buckets? It's it's like, of course it's general and things resonate yeah. and things don't. Yeah. And, and even when things don't resonate, using that as a tool to understand yourself deeper and feel where it does and doesn't align is still a tool to get to know yourself. But human design is based on like, like what, eight different philosophies and it feels so integrated and so much more nuanced. I think that's something that we always really look for here is like the Mm -hmm. nuance and everything. And it really does feel so it's the the individual that you Mm -hmm. said, coming back to like the study of the individual, it feels so much more like uniquely you than a lot of these other big groupings and kind of generalizations, I would say. Yeah. Here's the problem with these personality tests out there. Of course, I've taken them all. And you know, like back yeah, in elementary school when we would like take the magazine quizzes, like yeah. I was just dying. I'm like, someone tell me who I am because I have just such an open, fluid sense of identity, which Same I girl. love now about myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all do, which is great. So we can really, you know, bring out different sides of ourselves based on what the environment is missing. And we're constantly morphing into something new. But when it comes to these tests, it's like, especially being an emotional, if I'm taking one of these tests on a high day, I may answer these questions totally different and like separate from who I actually quote unquote am. Like it it, it just doesn't make sense. Like I love human design because so it's based on science and mysticism. It takes both Eastern and Western astrology, the genetic code, the chakra system, the Kabbalah and the I Ching. I don't know how they morph it together, but they do. And then we have human design. So it really is a very solid mix of that. You could call it Mm. quote unquote, woo woo spirituality side, but then like, you know, facts and logic grounded in science and and grounded in science. Like that's what it's about. So I love when people come to me and they're like, you can tell they have a very strong perspective and opinion on what this is. And I'm like, can't wait to prove you wrong. And you know what? There are are some people I experience so many different types of people. I have people like you two that come in and it just is like this true fluid exchange of conversation. I love getting to experience these aha moments with you in the session. Mm -hmm. And then I meet with some people who I can tell they'll never see me again. Like you can tell Mm -hmm. that there's still a lot of skepticism. It's not my job to make you see the value in this. 
I see the value in it so strongly. And you know what? I'm preaching. (laughs) I'm preaching to the choir who wants to listen. That's like where my manifestor side comes in. I found Mm -hmm. out about this years ago and I thought this was the coolest thing ever. And it truly changed who I am and how I live my life. So I am now choosing to base my philosophy off of it. If you don't see the value in it, cool. Hopefully you'll find something else. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have to be for you. That's fine. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, Okay. let's show off some of your skills. Yeah, Yeah, I was like, we're both on the same page, (laughs) Meadow. Oh my gosh. That's also, I'm like, here's the thing. You know, obviously I offer so many different things. I offer long-term coaching. I offer just these standalone sessions. I'm like, who doesn't want to meet with someone? And for an hour, they're just talking about like how amazing you are. No, no quite literally. It makes you feel so good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It just is the best feeling ever. So. I'm going to bring up, we're going to do for everyone, because Gabby and I have already had our charts read, we asked Rebecca to give us a little like work compatibility reading tease so people can kind of see what it feels like. And then we do have some community questions for you too after this, just FYI. Perfect. Okay. So I'm just going to go off of like, I'm looking at both of your charts right now. So it might not make sense to you, but hopefully through the language that I'm speaking, it will make sense. So just looking at what you both have defined and undefined. Like I mentioned before, when we have undefined centers or just whiteness in our chart, we are energetically like looking for someone to fill that gap, basically like, you know, fill in this bridge, basically. So you both have a lot of the same centers undefined. You've got your identity center undefined, your ego undefined. When it comes to your mental awareness, you both are very fluid with your opinions. I love, you know, we talked about this I'll before, like the name of your podcast. The name of our podcast. <laughs> and you both yeah. are externally inspired. Okay, so there's like yin-yang type of energy. So Gabby's an emotional. What that means is her solar plexus, which is what rules emotions, is defined. Meadow, on the other hand, is a non-emotional because she does not have the center undefined. So almost like she offers that reflector type of energy towards Gabby, like holding up this mirror for what Gabby's got going on internally when it comes to her emotions. But then it's the opposite when it comes to the throat center. So the throat center is the third center down. This is the communication center. So this is what expresses really your internal truth externally out into the world. Now it's flip-flopped here. So Meadow has that defined. Gabby has that undefined. So for Meadow, like intrinsically, she may feel like I need to be seen and I need to be heard. And I constantly feel this need to just express my truth. Your truth is your perception of reality and also be a very strong advocate for other people. Although Gabby has this undefined, because you're in Meadows energy, when you are around someone, when you have a center open and you are around someone with defined energy, you're not only acting like a sponge, but you're amplifying their energy and you're almost like riding their wave. So it makes so much sense Mm -hmm. why like you're able to really Mm -hmm. piggyback off of each other one of you is able to hold up a mirror. The other person is like, ooh, I'm going to like take some of that energy, use it towards myself and like for my own benefit. But Thanks, anything in white. I know we have in the like, opposite spaces too. That's so perfect. Yeah. And I think when it comes to this space of authentically sharing your emotional experience online with the world, it's really so beautiful that like you are this very strong yin yang type of energy for one another. We're we soulmates. <laughs> Basically. This is why you get your design read. Because we're like, this is what we're meant to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> I know, which is just like, it's so great, right? Like to have it someone tell so you good. like, you're in the space that you should be in. Yeah. Okay. So those are the centers. Now I want to bring up 
some of your channels. So like I mentioned before, there's 64 of these gifts in the chart. So a lot of times you will find that you may have this one gift and let's say your partner has the other gift and together you make a full channel. So you both create together. So 2057, which is coming from it's spleen energy, which is all about very strong attunements going up to the throat. So like expressing those instincts with the world. Together you make up 2057, which is called the channel of the brainwave. It's all about sharing raw and intuitive insights in the present. This is literally the channel of intuition. That's the mission of our fucking podcast. Right. Well, well perfect. Like all yeah. we do is share what we're going through and heal in real time yeah. out loud. God damn. So I have this, I have this gift and I have this channel too. And something, of course, I'm a coach, but I struggle with my own shit because I'm human. And something that I have been working through, especially these past few weeks, is sometimes I'll see people online and I'm like, oh, why can't I just like express my truth like that? Like I wish I could mm. do it like that. Mm. But then when I get to come back to my own chart, I'm like, I have the channel of intuition. Like I have everything that I need in this present moment to say what I need to say. And that's it. Because I, my whole life have, have felt this very strong energy of future tripping and almost like rehearsing what I need to say before it even happens, which I still do, (laughs) which I still do. And I I do that a lot. I don't think that will ever go away, but I now know like you have this channel of intuition. You can very freely and authentically just share what you need to say right right now. Mm-hmm. So, And by the way, that works better because yeah. I feel like mine was lit up there because I feel, was it right? I don't so know. But I remember like I, you have, I do that you have the You have the gate 57, which is on mm. one end, fear of the future, fear of the unknown. But on the other <laughs> end, but on the other end, <sighs> it's a very strong attunement for what's coming next. Now, Meadow has the gift of, we call it the effervescent truth teller. This is someone who can just like say it how it is right in the present. So together, you you make this channel between the two of you. We do that balance well. But what I was going to say about the intuition thing is like, what's funny is that I've told Meadow this too. And she'll tell me because she'll know like if I have an interview or like something Mm -hmm. where I'm on camera or whatever, Mm -hmm. she's like, you get, don't rehearse it. Just write down down a script. Don't rehearse it. Yeah. Yeah. Because then I get tripped up and then I forget what I'm even trying to say and what I'm even trying to talk about. Whereas in the moments where, let's say, I'm going through a moment with my partner where they're in a moment where like they're coming to me for help and I need to be immediately reactive and like immediately like have like a deep conversation. I've called Meadow and been like, I literally feel like some like mm-hmm. Otherworldly thing just downloaded through energy, like, baby. I'll like watch myself in like a third party perspective, just like flow out mm-hmm. intuitively what needs to be said in that moment. And I'm like, I can't believe I fucking said that. Yeah. And oh, same yeah, when I do. write, mm. yeah. when I write too, I'm like, I'll read past articles and be like, I didn't write that. <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> so t- that's to say, like, people like that, I feel like it is better. Obviously, like, you know, if you have a big thing, like, you could, you know, rehearse slightly, but like, don't right. overly. Or what we to like what we script. told you to do was make the points that you want to say yeah. and like know very much like the points you want to hit, but do mm-hmm. not rehearse it in your head because then you're going to get tripped up on the verbiage yeah. when you know what you're trying to say. Yeah, just remember the points or have a list of the points every you single know time. Do. Yeah, it's the anyway. best. It's the best. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Like I mentioned, I think there's always that energy of we will always want to rehearse. It's like our ego kicking in. Like you need yeah. to rehearse because if you don't, like you know, the time's going to come and you're just going to be blank and nothing's going to come to you. But it almost, I have to tell myself, I'm like, whatever is flowing through at that moment is what needs to come across. Like I've started to do this new prayer that I will 
say out loud to Mm. myself before I do a session with someone, like, please make sure that I allow the other person to feel peace and to feel at home with themselves when they are in my energy and allow me to express whatever language, whatever words that need to come through for them to feel that. It, it, it almost like takes this pressure off of myself of me like rehearsing, totally. rehearsing 20 minutes before all these things that I'm going to say in the shower. Like even before this, I'm like, oh, I want to talk about this, this, this. Did I, have I said anything? No. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> but it's like, I know yeah. that whatever I'm sharing now is the most important thing that needs to come across. So in knowing that totally. I'm like, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I have everything totally. that I need. I love that. So mm. that's that one channel. So another very important channel. So this is a channel going from, so one of you's got the gift coming from the solar plexus center and the other person's got the gift coming from the throat center. I believe it's Gabby has the gift coming from the emotional center and Meadows mm-hmm. got the gift coming from the throat center. This is um, the channel of motivating others through shared emotional experiences. This is all about being the one to bring others on an emotional experience. It's about overcoming emotional crisis and sharing your experiences. Very I'm going to cry. I like yeah. start laughing because I'm like, <laughs> it's literally what we do. Yeah. It's the theme. Everything you've said has been the mission statement of the podcast. It's That's the mission statement of the podcast. Mm, and literally. it's our specific gifts that we're supposed to be doing, Gabriella. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's like on one hand, like when I look at my own chart or I look at someone else's, like I've been getting deeper into the gates and the channels and all that. I just like the other night just sat here like laughing to myself. I'm like, the shit is so true. Like it's just wild yeah. to me. It doesn't yeah. lie. It's just funny. Yeah. yeah it makes funny. you laugh. Yeah. Cause it feels so good. Yeah, because totally. It, because it feels so good and it's so rooted in truth. So that's one channel. Yep. Um, some other channels that we've got. True. So we've got one gift coming from the identity center coming up to the throat center. Together, you make a voice for self-expression. This is a channel of inspiration, beautiful and reliable creativity. This is all about creative self-expression and individual cutting-edge style. Love. Love that. We are big creative self-expression girls. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you are. Fashion, interior design, art, music. Like, that's all all. we talk about, Gabby. Yeah. Creative self-expression. And even still in that, we are so yay. Because Meadow is much more fluid and I'm much more rigid, even in the way that we create. Mm, that's noticed. true. That's mm. true. Yeah. Yin yang type of energy. Balance, it's always yeah. the balance of the masculine and feminine type of energy. And like everyone has different centers, obviously, in the chart. So I know that predominantly I have, I think I have five centers that are masculine and four that are feminine. I have been, you know, in no balance. Thank you. <laughs> I do yeah, have many balance. Cool. I have not always felt that way. I've always felt like I've really been honed in on my masculine energy. Yet every time I would meet with a healer, they would be like, you need to tap more into your feminine energy. And it it almost Mm. felt like, what? So I have to like disassociate with this one side of me? Like, I don't like that. Like, I meet Mm. with a lot of women who I met with someone yesterday who had seven centers that were defined. I'm like, girl, you naturally have a lot of masculine energy. But the other two centers that you have open, it's almost like even more amplified. Mm. And what that energy is, that's feminine. So like we all have a mix of both. It does not matter if you have two centers that are open and the rest are masculine or vice versa. It's like your energy is perfect. However it is, let's just really focus and gravitate towards how we can use that energy in the most efficient way. That's what it's about. Yeah. Slight tangent, but... There's a ASMR channel we talk about a lot called Edia ASMR, who we really Ooh. love. And she's been doing these tarot readings recently where she does a reading for a masculine and feminine energy. 
So she's like, listen to both because one might be you and your relationship and the other Mm. might be you at work or vice versa. Or like there's different aspects or people that that could tap into because we all hold both. Yeah. So it's it's been like a really interesting way to kind of Mm. connect with that. Interesting. Anyway, keep going. It's just so cool. I know. It's new. It's so cool. I thought it was cool. Like how many different modalities are out there, which I think is just like, I'm just such a guinea pig for all of this, and I just love it so much. Yeah. Anything that you can throw my way to help me understand understand myself more, I'm like, I'll do it. Sign me up. Yeah, totally. It doesn't make sense to me how you wouldn't want to move, again, smarter throughout your life. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I think there's usually a lot of – I mean, I don't want to put shit on people, but either skepticism or fear or – But that's the thing that I don't understand because I, I do – I stand by what I say where – even if it doesn't feel aligned, how is that still not a tool to getting to know yourself yeah. deeper? Mm-hmm. So like, what is there to fear there? Because yeah. like, if you don't feel aligned, great. You know yourself even more now. Like, yeah. I don't, it's still all getting to that same point to me. So I don't know. Yeah, anyway. I preach this a lot to people. I'm like, it actually is such a beautiful thing when you don't feel aligned. Because it's like, intrinsically, yeah. you feel inside like, ooh, something's off. Something that I'm doing, something that I'm eating, some person that I'm spending my time and energy with. Like I know that something feels off. So let's figure what what that is and how we can get rid of it so that it's not in your dimension anymore. Like it's such a beautiful thing. I think yeah. a lot of people view it as like, ooh, scary. My body's in shock. It's like, mm. no, it's actually a great thing. <laughs> it's yeah. sending you a hint of what to fix or look for. Totally. My, my, this is kind of random, but my dad used to call rattlesnakes gentlemen because they Mm. warn you before they bite. And it feels similarly (sighs) where life is like, maybe you're not noticing. So we're going to send you these little signals and triggers to be like, this is the aspect that you need to heal. Totally. Like if you're uncertain, let's trigger the fuck out of you and show you exactly where you need some support. Yeah. You use it as a roadmap. Yeah. That is so true. Triggers as a roadmap always. Triggers are the best. A lot of how I've built this business is I have used my triggers as my anchors. Totally. And so like oh, that's the cool. reason the reason why and it's actually one of my gifts in my human design chart. I call it it's called something else, but I call it using your triggers as your anchors because like the reason why I created this business was because it's not like people were, you know, purposely making making me feel this way, but a lot of times growing up, I didn't feel like the chosen one. I didn't mm. feel like the chosen mm. friend or like the chosen girl from guys. So what did I do? I decided to become my own damn best friend and I did. And now I'm very confident and I want to bring that energy to everyone that I walk into their space. And a lot of times too, I've been in sessions with other healers and they will say to me, oh, I never open up like this. Like there must be something about you. I'm like, I just bring this space and this energy (laughs) to you, which I think is really cool. It's like, I'm just being me and I'm very confident. And of course that is still me being so rooted in my confidence and who I am will always trigger people. It's triggered triggered people that are very close to me. I know that it triggered people who, you know, obviously I don't associate myself with. It's Mm -hmm. not my problem. It's not my prerogative. Mm -hmm. I want to show you that you can be so rooted in your truth that you aren't looking towards anyone else or any other external factor for you to harness the truth within yourself. That's why I'm yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh God, isn't it fun when you realize? When your personality, your your just existence triggers the fuck out of someone else, mm. like it's just not your problem. Uh, well, and that's why, <laughs> yeah. especially if you're like, if you're not harming, you're not doing right, it right. Yeah. Right, like all of we we have the base understanding of like we're not doing anything wrong. Right. But yeah, it's that happened to me recently. I was in a situation with someone that I know I trigger the fuck out of, and normally it used to really bother me. And 
I people please like, and clean wow. it up and try to make a mess. And then no, you're like, but I was just like, nope, I was not my so business calm anymore. throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Mm. They were just talking at me and I was like continuing my conversation and was like, literally couldn't give less of a fuck. Yeah. That, yeah. And like, it didn't stick with me. It didn't stick with me because I was like, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Like, you, like, it's not my problem. Exactly. It's not my problem. Exactly. Yeah. That's a okay, big, wait, I, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to switch to community questions because I know we yeah, have Yeah, switch because we're running out of time. I was going to go on a tangent about that. Okay. We asked our community because, like I said, they're super excited. Also, Patreon is very thrilled oh, about yeah. this. And Rebecca has very, very, very generously and kindly agreed to giving our Patreon people a code yes, of course. to meet with her. Once this episode goes live, the code will be available on Patreon. So make sure that you sign up there and go check it out if you would like to get a reading done with Rebecca. So one of the community questions we got was, how can I protect my peace slash boundaries in relationships as a generator? Ooh, well, the number one thing that you can do is, first of all, just constantly have this honest conversation with yourself. And I always like to tell people, again, going back to tangible tools that you can use, sitting down with yourself, whether that's once a week, once a month, writing down, who am I giving my time and energy to? Like, who am I giving my space to? To the point where, Maybe you are, maybe you were the person in a, in some type of relationship, whether that's platonic, you know, sexually, whatever, like nine out of 10 times, I'm giving this person a yes, switching your mindset to like, I need to be more selfish and hone in on what is making me feel lit up, making me feel excited and bringing me pleasure. It's, it's a process. It's not just about, okay, overnight, I'm just going to start saying no to everyone, but like setting your boundaries is a constant process. It's reminding yourself every single day that it's okay for me to give someone a no. By giving someone a no, it's not, oh my gosh, the world is ending and crashing and burning and dying. Like my no will be someone Mm -hmm. else's yes. So I think it's just like really using this tool of constant reminders and constantly checking in Mm -hmm. with yourself. I like that you're saying constant reminders and constantly checking in because I think (laughs) now that it's constant and we're also living in a time where with just social media and the narrative and the conversation, it's very much this black and white, even though nuance seems to be introduced, but like not really. It's this very much like, oh, this is toxic. This is you're a people pleaser. Mm. Oh, this is like boundaries, whatever. You, You reminding us like that it's constant is that reminder that we need. You're not going to live in this box. Like you might ebb and flow. Yeah. And, that's fine. and, mm-hmm. and you're a human living a human experience. And you know what? I still do things more often than I would like that I do something. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, I really didn't need to do that. I really didn't need to say this. I really didn't need to see this person. And I'm like, Rebecca, it's part of the experience. You're not always going to be perfect. Like, and that's how you learn. And that's how you learn. I think what's so important for me utilizing human design is everything works in your chart like muscle memory. So the more that you use your intuition, the more that you speak up, like my best friend's a generator. I'm a manifesting generator. I'm constantly, for as long as I've known her, I've been throwing things at her like, want to do this with me, this and that. She used to be the yes girl. Like, yes, 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 yes. Now it's like truly one in 10 times she says yes to me, which I love because I'm so proud of her for, for establishing her own boundaries. And I know that that time that I do spend with her is so intentional. And like, she Mm -hmm. really wants to be there. It's not just like, sure, I'll come along because I have nothing else to do. It's like, I want to be there and I want to be present and be in your energy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. We are running out of time. We wanted to ask you a million more questions, but I guess we'll just have to do that. Maybe a Patreon only moment. Oh, okay. But we want to make sure that we ask you about more resources of just like ways to integrate this more into your life. Some of your favorite resources to use that people can go learn about 
human design. Mm. There also was a specific question for like free resources. If you don't have the, yeah, uh, okay. the financial means to get a reading done, where can you learn more? Yeah. Um, obviously you can get a reading done with a reader. And I'm the first person that will say, like, I would never force someone to be in my energy. If you automatically vibe with mm. me, like come get a reading done with me. It'll be so much fun. If not, like I could recommend a slew of other readers to you on myhumandesign.com. It gives you a list of readers. But beyond that, so Jenna Zoe has her own podcast, which is truly phenomenal. Of course, it's free. You can get it anywhere where you get your podcast. Just free human design knowledge and free life knowledge, which is the best. I also have another mentor of mine that I work with. Her name is Eden Carpenter. She has a podcast as well. I just think that podcasts are oh. the best ways because I don't want to sit here and say, go get a human design book on Amazon or go get this on Google. You are mm -hmm. going to put yourself in this black hole of misaligned information. I've been there. I've mm. done it. It sucks. And it's going to mm -hmm. make you feel bad about yourself. So I don't want you to do that. I would rather steer you in the direction of experts that I believe in their work because it's free. And you also get to like really be in their energy when they talk. So mm -hmm. um, I will mm -hmm. obviously send you like the exact name. Yeah, we'll put everything in the show notes. Specifically podcast episodes. And obviously you can get a, a reading done with, um, you know, a coach or something. Cool. Oh. This was so fun. I'm so glad we finally no, got to we, do this. We really do have to do part two on Patreon. Oh, yeah. We, I know. Seriously. Yeah. This will be We got so much more. Yeah. Oh, so can we, sister. So yeah, can we. you um, fit right in on TMV, baby. Yep. <laughs> Thank you for being here. This was the best. I we know, appreciate you. This is so cool. Uh, I'm so best. excited for people to get their human design read by you. I know. I know. I'm so excited, too. Maybe we'll get some reflectors, which is like the 1%. Yeah. Which would be really, really cool. Right. Find you. Yes. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. How's it going, y'all? It's Aaron. Don't let your Monday suck. Don't have those Sunday scaries. I'm tired of everybody waking up in the week saying, ah, shit, it's Monday. You know what goes down? TMV releases every week on Mondays. Make sure you rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're watching YouTube, yes, TMV has a YouTube. Be sure to subscribe and ring that noti bell and never miss a thing. And also, join the TMV Familia by joining the Thoughts May Vary Patreon and by following at Thoughts May Vary Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you for listening. Great. There you go. Thanks, baby. Gotcha.